Report, recorded live on Jupiter's third largest moon, Callisto. He ain't a blast from the past, he's a boomer from the future. He's your host, Icy Robots. Greetings, Earth people. I am from Jupiter. It's me again, Icy Robots. I'm not a hero. I tell you that every week. I'm not a hero, but I do sacrifice a bit of my week every week to make your week a bit less weak. And this week, it's going to get a lot less weak because we're going to do all sorts of all sorts of fun offbeat shenanigans. We got a who's who in the DC universe about a uh, prominent character on the CW network. His name is Vandal Savage. And uh, check it out, dude. My guy Iceberg is here. I heard you got a new tune. What's popping, dude? Popping. What is popping? I'll tell you what's popping. Nothing. Not a single thing. Whoa, dude. You sound like a real negative Nelly. What do you mean, nothing? Nothing's going on. There has to be something. It's crazy mad boring up here sometimes. I mean, to be honest, it's crazy mad boring everywhere sometimes, right, isn't it? It's so bad that I wish that the space pirates would attack just to break up the monotony. Yo, man, watch what you wish for, dude. That space pirate attack was devastating. We lost red. We are still doing repairs, man. Just watch what you wish for, you know? It could happen. It could come true. I know that they are still out there. Well, I do wish it would happen. At least something would be going on. All I do is clean the vents, clean the ducts, and then do it again. Jeez, I'm sorry that you feel so down, Iceberg, but we all get there sometimes, you know. Working, working can really take it out of you, but at least we got a job, pays the bills, it's, you know, uh, we get to come to Jupiter all the time, and that's, you know, that's something everybody else doesn't get to do, and, uh, anyway, you know, I know that that's not all you do, because I heard you got a new song, so you got some time for mixing. Do you wanna, you wanna play that for us? I think everybody would like to hear it. It is not a new song. I had no time for a new song. Still though, it is a good one. I shall play it for you now. Yo check one, check one five this is your man Iceberg 13 and this goes out to King Baron of Mongo. You better watch your back son. The true ruler of Mongo, Ming the Merciless, is still out there and he wants his throne back something fierce. All hail Ming. The Atari video computer system is 20 cartridges with 1300 game variations you play on your own TV set. Play it. And when me feel nice, go and shop the bus. Play it. is the Toys R Us report and will make you famous taking over the earth while still kicking in Uranus. 
That much is true. We are taking over the Earth while still kicking in Uranus. Iceberg, don't get so down on yourself. You know, the day-to-day -day doldrums are just that. They're just doldrums. It's just stuff we all go through. But I do have a saying for you that you might want to take to heart. And it goes like this. If you are bored, then you must be boring, too. Only boring people get bored because there's a million different projects you can work on. It's boring up here for me, too, man. I'm just cleaning vents, cleaning ducts. But, you know, I started this show as a way to have something to do to kill the time and also use the uh, station broadcast tower at the same time. It all works out. So just don't let things get to you so much, man. And also, your mixing skills are coming together pretty nice. So at least you got that going for you. So uh, check it out. This is... A rare five Wednesday month. I do a show every Wednesday, but the program, or rather the package that I'm on for my web hosting or podcast hosting only allows me so much space. So when there is five Wednesdays, I gotta cut some stuff out to make an additional show. So this week, we're not gonna have any movie reviews. We're gonna jump right into the main feature after that, but I do got a fun story about... I don't know, about some odd months ago, say November, around my birthday, my beloved desktop computer went down. No, I've been with this computer just forever. I've had this computer, and I'm not exaggerating, maybe 10, 11, 12 years. It's just, I've replaced parts, I've replaced a power source, i replaced some fans, I've done all sorts of stuff on it, I just didn't want to let go. It's like an old car you just cannot say goodbye to, even though it's a heap. I knew it wasn't the best, it ran really slow, it was hard to do the show on, but I enjoyed sitting at my desk and just basking in the familiarity of this computer. But it finally, one day I came, went to turn it on, and it just wouldn't turn over. And I said, you know, this is it. And I had foreseen this day happening many moons ago, so I transferred everything on it to a, uh external hard drive, so there wasn't anything in there I needed. But I did, I did like sitting at the desk with my big monitor and my mouse and just, just having this computer to fun around with. And it, it was gone, and it's been gone since November. I'm just... I'm incredibly cheap, is the problem, and I couldn't go out and buy myself a new desktop because I already had a laptop. I had one that I do my eBay stuff on, so I'm like, well, you still got a computer, you know, and as much as you enjoy sitting there with your monitor and everything, you can't fork out the dough for a new computer when you already got one, but dig this. I was out walking the dog around the neighborhood, and every one, once a month or so, they have this, um electronic recycling deal and as I was walking by I saw some dude put a laptop on the uh on the curb so I said hey man do you mind if I have that and he goes yeah the screen's broken but if you want it you know knock yourself out and it was nicer than my laptop bigger better nicer but the screen was just shattered so I went home and I used an HDMI cable and I hooked it up to my TV and I saw that it did work but it was password protected and I'm like huh I'm not a hacker cracker, I don't know anything about that sort of stuff, but um, I wanted to get into the computer and I wanted to use it as my new desktop because I saw it had the space for a monitor, it had, you know, monitor cable and it had, oh, you know, enough inputs to put a keyboard and all this stuff, so I said, hmm, what do I do? So I looked it up and I got into the BIOS and I was able to reset it and I am right now using it as a desktop and I'm just super happy I hooked up my big monitor, I got a giant monitor and I put a keyboard, and I put a mouse, and I'm just happy as a clam. It works great. This laptop works better than my old desktop. It's faster. I upgraded it to Windows 10. I, I don't know. I, I just, I got a lot of pleasure out of trying to figure out how to reset this computer. I, um, I don't, do, I don't do a lot of this kind of stuff. I just goof around on the internet. I do the podcast. I do all that kind of stuff, and it was fun to be, like, inside the BIOS, you know, just, uh, doing work, and I imagine you guys do this kind of computer stuff, you guys are all probably computer nerds, you're probably all like, 
What a dork. He can't even work on the bios. He thinks he's all cool. But I do, in fact, think I am all cool. And uh, what makes me feel super cool is the fact that I got this new computer and I didn't have to pay a nickel for it. So, hey, good for me. Good for my cheapness. And we got to save some time. So we're going to skip the movie review right now and head right into who's who in the DC universe. Hey, this is Michael Bell. The voice of Duke on G.I. Joe, and you're listening to the Toys R Us Report. Yo, Joe! Make sure to visit virtualdirtmall.com and support the Toys R Us Report with a generous purchase of some retro or not-so-retro junk. Maybe a Ghostbusters action figure or a Star Trek propeller hat. It's really up to you. Virtualdirtmall.com you won't be sorry for long. Up next, what's sure to be an awesome segment. Who's who in the DC Comics universe? You're welcome in advance. If you pay even like the least amount of attention possible to the Toys R Us report, and I hope you do spend a bit more than that, then you know that one of my favorite, if not my favorite shows going right now is uh, Legends of Tomorrow on the CW Network. Now, the main bad guy on that show is a dude that goes by the name of Vandal Savage. He's very familiar to me, and he might be very familiar to you. But it has come to my attention that... Not everybody out there spent their youth uh, in the bathtub reading comic books. So I'm like, hey man, since you already do the who's who in the DC universe, why not uh, Why not take the time and hip the people to somebody uh, that they probably should know already, but if they don't, it would be nice to let them know who Vandal Savage is, what his powers is, what his origin is. Just all that sort of stuff. The best way that I know to teach you guys about Vandal Savage is through DC Comics, a seminal comic series known as Who's Who in the DC Universe. It came out in 87-88, and it is essentially an uh, encyclopedia of everybody that has... Everybody who's done anything of significance inside the DC Universe. So I got, um, I got the March 87 issue, and it goes from the Unknown Soldier... All the way to Witch Boy, and right here on page 5 is Vandal Savage. Let's take a peek. So, uh, Vandal Savage's original name is Vandar Ugg. A-D-G. Ugg. I do not know how you would say it. Uh, that's his caveman name. His occupation is a would-be world conqueror and a businessman. He is single... He has no known relatives. He is a member of the Injustice Society. He first appeared in Green Lantern, the first series Green Lantern, in issue 10. He's 5'10 and about 176 pounds with brown hair and, uh, rather, black hair and brown eyes. I got those two reversed. So here's the deal with this. Vandal Savage claims to be over a million years old, but his lifelong enemy, the Immortal Man says that it is more like 50,000 years, so dig this. Vandal Savage is living life as a caveman, as Vandar Edega. He's the leader of a tribe of Cro-Mags, and one day he's out there, he's out there hunting with his party, and they're like, uh, seeing what's going on, and then they bump into another tribe of Cro-Mags, and it pops off, it pops off, and, uh, Vandal Savage gets into a fight with the, uh, the dude who would someday be the Immortal Man, when a... When a meteor comes down and it strikes the Earth, bathing both Vandar Adiga and Klarn Arg, that's the other dude, in a mysterious 
green mist. Vandar was knocked unconscious. Well, they both were. They both got knocked out. Double KO. But uh, Vandar was put into a coma where there he laid for many a moon until finally he woke up. And over time, he discovered he wasn't like the other cavemen. He wasn't like them at all anymore. While they aged and died, he stayed the same. And if you're wondering what happened to Klarn Arg, the other guy, the immortal man, his deal is after uh, the meteor knocked him for a loop, he gathered it up, made a medallion out of it, put it around his neck. And while he was not immortal, what would happen is he would die and then be reborn as someone else. It might be someone old. It might be a whole new body. It might be an older, withered person. It would make no difference. He would just pop into their body. So in a sense, he was immortal. I wonder what it's like if you're alive and all of a sudden uh, the immortal man is inside your body. What happens to you? Where do you go? It doesn't seem fair. But the dude does have a medallion made from a meteorite, so... Who are we to, uh, who are we to stand in his way, I guess? So what happened to Vandal Savage? Well, he lived on and became more and more evil and more and more learned. He, um, he claims to be many historic figures throughout the years. He said that he was Cheops, who helped build the pyramids. He said he was Genghis Khan. He has said he was Julius Caesar. But after, after living such a high-profile life, dude's like, maybe it's better to uh, just keep it on the low. You know, I'd rather have money than fame, as many people say. And it is an axiom that's true. It's better to just, better to have the power and the influence without people knowing who you are. So he, uh, he kind of dipped down low and got behind the scenes, working with many different people over the year, many evil people, such as Napoleon. He worked behind the scenes with Napoleon, William the Conqueror, uh, Hitler. He was one of Hitler's guys. He worked with Bismarck. He just, uh, behind the scenes tastemaker, you know, just, uh, laying low and doing whatever it took to get ahead without poking his head out of his uh, rabbit hole very often. And then, then once he decided, you know what, maybe I do want to get back into it. And he worked out a deal with some U.S. leaders to get himself appointed as the war labor chief. But in order to do so, Fool needed a uh, birth certificate. He didn't have one. He's a caveman. They didn't have things like that. So what did he do? He went and stole the uh, birth certificate of Dolby Dickles, who was the sidekick of the Golden Age Green Lantern, a.k.a. Alan Scott. So Scott, you know, he, uh, he looked into it and he discovered who Vandal Savage was, where he came from, and all that stuff. But on the flippy flip, Vandal Savage, he's like, I'll do the same thing to you. And he looked into it and he discovered the identity of the Green Lantern. And he's like, man, I will tell the world that you are Alan Scott. I will just go ahead and I will go on the radio. Radio was popular at the time. He's like, I'll go right on the radio. I'll go on that ticker tape thing and I will tell everybody. So the Green Lantern, not wanting to be exposed, returned Vandar Arg's threat with a threat of his own. If you do that, I'll tell everybody that you stole Doiby's birth certificate and then you will get life in prison. But that was just, you know, that was too much to handle for a dude who's immortal and he's like, I'm out of here and he bounced. But he tried to escape to his cave and when he was hiding in there, the Green Lantern, he found him. A fight ensued and Savage plummeted to his death. He was not heard from for many years, but he did eventually arise, have some conflict with the Justice Society and then later he came into conflict with with the Justice League. Imagine that. Same dude fought both the Society and the League. That is some kind of longevity, don't you think? That's just like, you're around forever, man. You went from the uh, Golden Age all the way up to the Bronze Age. I mean, 
That is some immortal type stuff. One of his plots involved time travel. Uh, he's like, you know, I've been around forever and I realized maybe I did make some mistakes back in the day. So he hops in a time machine and he goes back and he's like, I'm going to change some stuff to the point where maybe when I get back, I'll just automatically be in charge. But his plot was stopped. It was stopped by Superman 2, who we know as, you know, our Superman. He's not the Golden Age one. He's the one of the modern age. Him and the Forgotten Heroes, led by the Immortal Man. So the Immortal Man eventually did get his comeuppance. And once again, they believe that Savage was dead, but he wasn't dead. He was merely, he's merely hiding somewhere, just waiting to reemerge. Let's see, um, does Vandal Savage have any powers? He is, I am just gonna go ahead and, uh, read this word per word from the who's who. So, Though a powerfully built man, Vandal Savage is more interested in political power and after millennia of playing the games, he is the master. He can fight and is well conditioned as a hand-to-hand -hand combatant. He's a good scientist and whether there is any way he can die is not known. So that's one way that the CW show differs from um, comics continuity in that there's some kind of a deal where like if Hot Girl stabs him with a sacred knife, he will die. Something like that. It's very confusing to me, but... In the comics, there has not yet been a way to kill Vandal Savage. Um, in a second, we're going to come back and we're going to take a look at what's uh, what's going on over at the toy shop. What did I see this week at the Toys R Us? This is known as the Toys R Us Report. But first, I was digging around in the good old VHS vault and I found a cartoon with the origin of Vandal Savage. So before we uh, pop the lid shut on that, let's give this a listen right back with the Toys R Us Report. One night, the sky lit up with streaks of fire. Meteors. But my primitive mind thought the stars were falling from the sky. One meteor fell to earth in my valley. My compatriots ran, but it was very cold, and the glowing stone was warm. I slept there, bathed in the meteor's strange radiations. And when I awoke the next morning, I was forever changed. Please drop by supportthereport.com and consider becoming a show patron for as low as a measly dollar a month. It's the right thing to do. You've made it this far. It's time. The final segment. Your weekly toy shop update. The Toys R Us Report. All right, my dudes. We are back for the final segment of the show, known affectionately as the Toys R Us Report. This is the part where I tell you what I saw at the store. And uh, before we get there, please... Please drop on by supportthereport.com. That's our Patreon. If you could spare anything, a dollar, two dollars a month, let me tell you, it makes a big difference. Uh, all the money we get is going to go toward improving the server package. Then we won't have these problems with the five Wednesdays in one month. That would be, that would be awesome. So please supportthereport.com. You can become a patron for as low as a dollar a month, man. I'll take anything. Look, if it's the amount of money you would lose and not even notice... Just uh, kick it down to the uh, good old Toys R Us report. You know, we're here for you every week. We are here every week making your week a bit less weak. Got the uh, panhandling out of the way, but we could really use the support. So 
I was down at the TRU the other day and I saw, I got my first peek at the new Marvel Infinite series. I got to see three of the dudes they're coming out with. I saw Iron Man. Now this is the first series Iron Man where he has like the dome on his head and he's all, uh, looks as if he's just made out of straight up pig iron. He's silver colored. And then I also saw Spider-Man. You gotta have Spider-Man. And then there was Ulick. I'm not too familiar with this guy. He looks sort of monstrous. He reminds me of a uh, Calabac from the uh, DC New Gods Jack Kirby deal. But there are others in the series. Let's take a look. They are also going to come out with um, Yondu. Yondu from the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. This is the classic Yondu with the Mohawk. Triton. And then they're going to have uh, Captain Marvel. The Carol Danvers Captain Marvel with that cool uh, blonde Mohawk. And then it says here that it's Spider-Man Noir, but that is not the one that I saw. I'm looking at a picture here on uh, Marvel Toy News, and this is, uh, you know, this one that they're showing in the picture, he's all black. He looks very mysterious from the Spider-Man Noir comics. That is not the one that I saw. I saw just a more traditional Spider-Man in the red and blue with the webs and the white eyes outfit. I really do dig... The uh, Marvel Infinite series, they're smaller. They're more in line to like a G.I. Joe type, a G.I. Joe real American hero type as opposed to a larger Marvel Legends. But I do like the Marvel Legends too, but I didn't see any of those. I only saw some of the Infinite series. So while we're on the subject of Marvel Infinite series, why don't we see who is going to also be coming out this year? Let's hop back on over to Marvel Toy News and check out Wave 2. So we got The Vision. Gamora, Rage from the New Warriors, that's awesome, that's a character I never thought I would see. Spider Armor Spider-Man, is that the one from the Civil War comics with the red and the gold and all the arms? The Living Laser, that's another one I never thought I'd see, good on you Marvel. And then the first appearance Daredevil in the yellow costume. I'll tell you man, I can't get enough of that yellow costume Daredevil, he just uh, he looks like he's made out of mustard and ketchup, and to me that's just... That's just great. I can see a picture here. Rage looks awesome. He has that uh, yellow and black tiger kind of mask. And he's wearing a vest, like a sweatshirt vest with the strings hanging off. Good stuff. I'm really looking forward to wave two of these. I wonder if I will ever see them at my good old Toys R Us. They sometimes do not stock things as efficiently as they could. And then I saw some of the Secret Wars 2-packs. These are cool. They come with a comic and two characters. They're the... Uh, they are on scale with the Marvel Infinite series. I saw two sets of these. I saw the shield-wielding heroes, which is Captain America, the Sam Wilson, Falcon, Captain America, and Major Victory. And then I also saw the Mechanical Masters, which is Machine Man and the Superior Iron Man. Now, I didn't see the Defenders of Asgard, which is Thor and Lady Thor, because I would just scoop that one up. I think Lady Thor is a great design. I'm uh, checking out the picture of her right now over on MarvelToyNews.com. The figure's not that great, but still, I don't know. It is pretty cool. I also saw a Captain America motorcycle from Civil War. Um, he was smaller like a Marvel Infinite series, and he came with a cool bike and a shield. I guess these are going to be from the upcoming movie, which I'm looking forward to. It's priced at uh, just under 20 bucks, which is cool, in the all-black packaging. You can see pictures of these if you hop on over to icrobots.com. These are in the show notes for the episode. And, well, my guys, it was cool, you know, to go down to the store and see some stuff that you haven't seen before. I was really excited. Uh, I didn't buy anything, unfortunately. I would have bought the Lady Thor pack, but I didn't see it. None of the other ones really, none of them really, like, reached out and grabbed me. I don't know. There's something about a toy that I can't define that makes me want to buy it. And there's just, 
Maybe it's a love of the character. Maybe it's just, you know, somebody I haven't seen before that I'd like to have. I don't know. I don't know. But there's kind of like just an unseen force that pulls you towards something. And when I was there, that force was not pulling me. But um, I think we're going to call it a day. I think I'm going to uh, get back to cleaning the vents, doing all that good stuff. So this is me, Icy Robots, your boy, signing off episode number 71. Who's who in the DC Universe? Vandar Adiga. If you don't know, now you know. Recorded live on Jupiter's moon, Callisto, this has been an IC Robots radio production.